All right, everybody, it is uh, Alizé, your host, and we are here again on another edition of Zay Link. Hey, that's one song specially because we have Lady Ice in the building. Okay. Videos, like what other top Toronto videos have you been in? Because I know usually when it comes to dancers, there's usually like, you know, that girl. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much songs about that girl. Are you in like a lot of Toronto artists music videos? I wouldn't say a lot. I've been in, I've been in a few side of it of wow it's wow, gonna feel like i'm like toronto versus everybody <laughs> all right everybody it is uh, alizé your host and we are here again on another edition of zay link <laughs> wait 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 my bad my bad <laughs> it's such a fire track it's a start early before my intro so it is zay link and this is a show all about intimacy relationships romance love sex in entertainment the works and um, we're going to be with a special guest, Miss Traparella beside me, hey. <laughs> if you can hear her. <laughs> so uh, we're going to introduce her shortly, but why don't we jump right into our uh, intro song. And this is from Goldie London. She's from Toronto as well. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really up in here. Uh, I say I'm really up in Jeez, how you really feel? <laughs> she got more playtime than most of the intro. <laughs> Yes, and uh, we play that song, song specially because we have Lady Ice in the building. Hell yeah, shout out Goldie London in the cut. Yes, and Lady Ice was in that video. So if you want to see her and you want to see what she can do, check out that video. You know, I'm a little song, 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 song. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad you came through to uh, let the people keep connected to you and know what you're about and what you're on. And for the new fans and the new people that don't know about you, what an introduction. So Lady Ice, entertainer, trapperella, dancer, entertainer. I could say it as much as I can. Comedian, if I can. <laughs> I see you on your TikToks and you do some funny yeah, shit. So thank you so much. And thank y'all for having me. Mm-hmm. Thank the city for still having me. Yes. So I appreciate y'all so much. Um, you know, it's Miss Lady Ice. Miss, I forgot. No, yes, no, no, no. I wasn't correcting you. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Just like for the people who don't know, it's Miss Lady Ice. But I'm affectionately just called Ice. Mm. You know. You cold? All day, all day baby. <laughs> ice all day cold. and I bring the heat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay you know i'm jokey jokey like that normally a lot of people think like i'm just like bougie i'm not mm. <laughs> i'm so chill jokey laughy a regular person play. man yeah. you just do what you do yeah unless you play my money then i'm like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like yes hell yeah but um gotta defend that <laughs> yeah so and trapperella um like i don't People call me Traparella and I appreciate it, but Traparella is like a state of mind for me. Mm. So that's why I always, um, it, like, in just describing what I do, when people are like, oh, so you're a dancer? No, I'm not just that. It's whatever gets me to the money, that's where I'm at. So it's Traparella, mm. you know? I don't need a fairy godmother to come save me and bring me a shoe and shit. And 
oh, pumpkin shit. and thing. You can just okay. go and get it yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boss. Yeah. Mm. My night doesn't start at, my night doesn't end at 12 starts. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw a boss sound effect in there. <laughs> okay. So, there's so many hats you wear, and there's so much things that mm. you're loyal. Before you start, where, where could the people find us? Sorry, I just got wrapped stuff. up, man. <laughs> boss in the building, like, I just had to go into it. But, right, yeah. I got your back. Okay, so Zay Link, again, um, if you want to send your intimacy questions, uh, send it to uh, zaylinks at uh, gmail.com. Also, your host, Alizé Vlogs, is my Instagram handle for those of you that like to connect direct and send messages, DM. And um, yeah, see the video content from what we put out. And if you want to also check on YouTube, go to We Love Hip Hop Network. That is the umbrella platform for Zaylink and the other beautiful shows on the uh, channel and amen, network. Amen. Hit me up in my DM, Friday Ricky Dread. Yes, <laughs> Friday Ricky Dread, <laughs> aka Tim Duncan. <laughs> I said it with the, the sound effect. Tim Duncan, everybody. I can't stand you right now. You own it, though. Yeah. Friday, Ricky Dredd, everybody. Big up, man. Big supporter of the hip-hop scene and entertainers and making a lot of this stuff that we do out here possible because he loves it, the culture, and he does it for the culture, too. So don't we let anybody hip-hop. tell you different. We love hip-hop. Yes. We love hip-hop. Right. Music. <laughs> so back to Lady Ice. Um, so you had a documentary called Stripped or yes. Striped? Stripped. Stripped. Yeah. Yes. And as a dancer, um, I guess the documentary was pretty much about your journey as to how you got into being an exotic dancer and how you own it and how you're one of the biggest names in Toronto. Yeah. It started off as a project. Mm-hmm. Like, um, these kids at, Seneca College were doing just a film project they're in film school whatever and their project was they had to do a three minute piece on whatever they had to just build a team find a subject shoot whatever and my friend hit me up and was like you know my friend is looking for a subject I thought it would be really dope that he films you now I'm really big on putting energy into the air you know Mm. putting your wants and stuff into the universe and it's crazy because i had said to my ex at the time you know it'd be really dope if i was in a documentary (laughs) i don't want to do the documentary myself i wish i wish somebody just came to me and just said yeah we want to film you in a documentary and Mm -hmm. it happened two months later okay okay so again i think they just approached me hey what's going on we just sat down and talked we talked for like three hours and he was like yeah I'm, i'm actually gonna um film you so at the time it was a lot of moving parts happening with me so it didn't necessarily start as into how i got into it it started as where i was at being who i am especially me being a female there wasn't a lot of female entertainers in the industry still in the industry i should say because there was before me but being so consistent that i was still around yeah it was like oh okay so there are like dope dancers in toronto and then brought it into for two three years i was trying to get on this show called amw events yeah that is um a male exotic review show that was really big in toronto Mm. and worldwide really but like they they specialize with bringing a lot of male dancers out here and i kept asking the promoters i want to be on the show i want to be on the show and they were like no because it was for males only it was because the females that's that was their Mm. their crowd right so they were like no 
So I was like, all right, next year. I was like, can I do it this year? And they're like, no, mind Damn. you, I'm doing all these big things in Toronto by myself. Yeah. And they're like, no. And I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. Wait, can I swear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck y'all. All right, cool. So then I, I did something else. I don't remember what I did. And I bugged him. I was like, you know what? You guys are going to be at the trade show. And he was like, yeah, we're going to be at the international trade show. If you come and you do a good job, we'll put you on the show. He killed the whole weekend. Shit. Killed the whole weekend. So he's like, okay, yeah, we're going to put you on the show. When I got on the show, he was like, oh, we're just going to give you a segment with one of the guys. I said, nah. Mm -mm. I prepared a whole 20-minute <laughs> thing. Y'all going to let me rock. Okay? Yeah. Not no little side piece. Digga, digga. I want my yeah, I want my own, <laughs> I want my own thing. So shout out AMW events, shout out Neville because I was the highest paid entertainer that night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it, it <laughs> Yes, you got so, it. So <laughs> yeah, it definitely started off with that and you know the stuff that I was doing still in the dance hall, um, the stuff that I do behind the scenes with um, my LGBT work. So it just within that what was happening in that year and a yeah. half it showcased that, which was like a real pivotal moment for me because I felt like everything that I was doing. Led up to that point, probably. Yes, but everything mm. that I was doing in this, like I had four lanes and it all came together at that moment. Nice. So it was perfect. So, yeah, I love Big it. Big ups. No, that's <laughs> sick, you. man. Sometimes it's just timing, right? So yeah. it's like, and I like that you were aggressive because you knew what you wanted and you knew what you could deliver. So Right, yeah. right. And you ain't basic. I see your shit. Thank you. <laughs> you good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I, that's like the internal struggle that I have a lot of the times with, um, you know, just fighting for what you want and being in this industry. When I say when I use certain terminologies like fighting for what you want and being very aggressive and they're just like, yo, I see a stripper. And I'm like, it's bigger than that. Yeah. I'm a whole entertainer. You know, like I have to fight to get on these platforms so people can see me so people can consistently book me and see me and whatever I can't just do that from the comfort of my home. Or if a promoter just hits me and goes, hey, Ice, you still around? Hey, come shake your ass for a little bit. No, yeah. <laughs> like I have to. They're seeing you. Yeah, They're I have to there. do things that warrant me saying and commanding respect and attention, right? Mm -hmm. So, No, for sure. Um, let's talk about in your journey of what you were doing in regards to dancing and entertainment. Like, right. who are some of your influences that you kind of said like, yo, I like what she's doing and I want to be like her? Paris. Paris Richards. Richards. Yes, yeah. we had her on the show a few weeks back. But. Yeah. Shout um, out Paris. Shout out mm -hmm. Paris. When I first started dancing, I was dancing at Airport Strip. My bad, Paris, if I'm putting our little business out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was dancing at Airport Strip a long time ago. And um, even from when I started dancing, I kept saying to myself, like, yeah, I'm going to be doing this, but I'm going to put myself at a standard. So certain clubs would not see my face. Like, I was mm -hmm. never at Cannonball. I was never at these other places <laughs> but airport strip at the time when i got there had like it had the entertainment value behind it because mm -hmm. the, they put so much into their promotions and whatever so it was more of an upscale club and i remember being in the club and i'm like what the hell am i gonna do with myself and i remember seeing paris on stage and i was like and paris is really sick on the pole shit Sorry if I'm putting a business out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's paying homage, man. Yeah. So when I first started seeing her dancing, I was like, yo, she's really sick. But she had the entire package for me. You know, she had the shoes. She had her hair done. She had the look mm -hmm. and the stage presence and the talent. And the body. Right. Body. And the body. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yo, this is like what I want to do. And mind you, this was this was years ago. 
years, years ago. This is not just like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, I, I like her. Um, other dancers were like Doll Mafia, um, Stacy, Stacy Doll, mm-hmm. and those girls. And why I looked up to them is because they all did the same thing and rolled as a clique. And they had that image out there. Like, you know, like, we're badass, all like yeah, yeah, like badass <laughs> bitches rolling in the club. Yeah, we're going to buy six bottles. And yeah, we're all wearing shell purses. And like, I'm not big on designer. It was just the look for me. Yeah. You know? Um, Their deportment was in line. And that's what you said. I want to be top, like from head to toe done. Not necessarily head to toe done. Just when I come in a room, I command that attention. Mm -hmm. You know, when Dom Mafia walked in a room, you're like, oh, those bitches are here. Yeah. You know, so for me, when I went on stage and when I put, when people are like, oh, Ice is on the show. Like, I like that reaction. Oh, Ice? Oh, shit. (laughs) I love that, girl. Yeah, like, I I like that. So, like, it was was those kind of inferences and references for me when I was coming up. Like, I want to be like, and then there are other girls. I I don't know if anybody would know their names, but they're not really dancers. So, it's like, they just dance for a time. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, just being around those type of um, influences was cool. That's good, man. Thank you. So Paris, you have some admirers. <laughs> <laughs> she knows that. I'd be telling her. She was like my mentor. Okay. Hell yeah. Did you guys ever like dance together like at any particular places? Yeah. Okay. Not like, well, I guess, yeah, on stage. We, we danced at Twerking Tuesdays before. Um, we've been on shows together, mm-hmm. you know, where it's not just like, oh, she gets 10 minutes. I get 10 minutes. It's like, oh, everybody dances, you know? Okay. So that's who's at the show tonight. Okay. Um, in regards to travel, you go all over the place (laughs) and you treat yourself really good. So like, where does that like break away? Like I need to stop this and chill and just do my own thing. Or like, is it more like meditative or. So sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Um, it's, it's kind of both for me because I, I love traveling. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom traveled a lot when we were younger so I always admired her for just getting up and going. You know, yeah. she always had a job and whatever, but she just got up and go. She's like, I'm going to Jamaica for two months later. And I was like, <laughs> two months? <laughs> I was like, okay. Holy and smart. I would go with her and she would be okay when she came home. So I was like, okay. What up? So, right, so I used to call my mom a secret millionaire. I, I still call it like that to this day. She's still, when she's ready, she's like, I'm going to Baltimore for two weeks later. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> When I when I work when I started working and stuff and before then I used to get in a lot of trouble. Not a lot of people knows that. And so at one point in time, I wanted to go so bad and I had fourteen charges. Oh wow! Nowhere. Whoa! <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. You're beating some of the baddest out here. Oh my gosh! <laughs> fourteen all at one time. Couldn't go anywhere. And wow. I was like, if I get off these charges, that's why I said when you put things into the universe. And it comes back to you, appreciate it, and keep doing it. Because the moment I got off my last charge, I was like, yo, anytime I'm ready to go, I'm out. Um, <laughs> do you mind us asking what the charges were? Because 14 of them, that's a lot. Like, I feel like I've interviewed a lot of gangsters, but you might be the biggest one. No. No. <laughs> it's, it's really like... Yeah, like you know, misdemeanors, you know, some money stuff, so you know, so so so. Street, you don't have to get into it. You know what I'm saying? Say less. Um, but yeah, but but thank God that I had um some really strong people around me to really sit me down and be like, you know, 
you're getting into stuff, but the other stuff is just dumb. Like, what are you going to say to yourself when you're actually stuck here? And I kept saying to myself, I was like, wow, like, what if you're actually stuck here and you can't go past fucking Niagara Falls? Damn. Or you can't, you, you just go to Vancouver. Like, what do you say to yourself? You fuck up your bag. <laughs> you fucked up. But even at that moment, bef- like, while I was dancing in the early ages, like, traveling wasn't a big, big thing to me until people started telling me you're bigger than this. Like, you can take this to New York or you can go to Miami or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah. And then when I actually tried... That border told me no. <laughs> oh no! Hell no! Like, or it'd be like I'd be in secondary for three, four hours before they would let me get on my flight. Wow! So I said the last time I get off my charges, the one, the, the last sorry charge I get off of, I'm flying, and that's what I want to do. So now when I started dancing, I was like, I want to incorporate that. I want to travel, mm-hmm. you know, working and traveling and having fun, and getting paid for that. Yeah, the life. <laughs> living the your life, best life you know man. like i'm excited to go to work unless i'm sick or something but like i i want to go to work who doesn't want to party and bullshit and work at the same time and look good while you're doing it thank you <laughs> you make it look easy yeah. man. and then there's times where you know i just work a lot like i'm back to back i'm in people's faces 24 7 toronto ambiance sound effects over there (laughs) you know i'm I'm in people's okay all right i said i was off the charges not still on them (laughs) (laughs) i did look good for you um there's yeah there's times where you know i'm working straight two months three months at a time and all my weekends are gone you know i've Mm -hmm. i don't i have a social life because i see my friends at work but not all the time yeah, you know, some of my friends are at this party, and I'm like, I really want to go, but I have to go over here, you know. And all my friends understand. They're like, Oh yeah, you're making money, you get it. But I'm like, Yeah, I want to hang out with you guys too. And then I just pick up and go. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm just gonna go to Mexico for two weeks and fuck off. But um, nobody can really tell you what to do. Like, you kind of are your own boss, right? Yeah, but like it it gets complicated when because you have responsibilities, right? And mm-hmm. then you kind of want to be responsible at the same time. So it's not just you want to work towards something and getting things and having things, you know, being able to afford the life that you want. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy when I want to do other stuff and I can't because in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want to go to Mexico. No one can tell me I can't go to Mexico, but I'm getting two phone calls saying, come to my party and we'll pay you this. Mm. You know, so you're going to the party. I'm going to the party. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm going Mexico to the party. Kuwait. And then, but even when I'm in Mexico, everybody's like, "Yo, Ice, are you here for the weekend?" And I'm like, "No, I'm having fun and I'm I'm at my own leisure." But yeah. I still like work mentality. I'm like, "Fuck, I could have been in Toronto and I could have did this, or you know, I could have went to Jamaica and I could have did this." So, but you don't want to just overwork and then can't enjoy those moments because time doesn't wait for nobody, right? right? So, but then when I'm begging for those moments, and I say begging lightly in terms of like, there's down times to this, mm. you know, there's times where no one's getting booked for anything, or I, like you know, like not every party's for me, not every yeah. party I want to go to, and not every party that I'm booked for. So I do have those off moments where maybe there's a one two week I'm not booked for anything. Mm-hmm. The money that I used before or, or that I gained before has to substantiate for you know, those off days. So right. I have to be very mindful of that because this is a game of cat and mouse, especially with COVID right now. It's yeah. not like I can just walk into a club and be like, hey, let me make some money for the next seven days. That's rough. You got to be <laughs> on their like, list and be like, okay. like I'm literally at people's <laughs> beck and call right now because unless they're having a party or a set of group of people are having a party, 
I can't, there's no establishment open, right? Yeah. So being very mindful of that nowadays. <laughs> it is rough. Okay. So getting around, we can see that you do a lot of that in regards yeah. to travel and work. Um, I noticed you also have linked up with um, Dex Adapts, I believe, in regards to a kind of contribution video or you were a part of a music video thing. So do you want to maybe elaborate on that? Because he's hot right now in the market. Like yes. his, what's that yes. latest song that he has that everybody's just redoing? He has a bag of lady songs. Yeah. Like, it is mine. <laughs> No, it's crazy, man. I'm super happy for Dexter and all his accomplishments and achievements this year, especially because, you know, he went through a little son son too. Mm-hmm. And then he just came out swinging at everybody. So shout out to Dexter Dabs. I was in um, uh, the intro. It's called Intro because it's a short film. But uh, the song is called Ona. And then the second song that I was in is called Twinkle. Yeah, mm-hmm. Twinkle. Um, working with him was dope. He His whole team is just amazing. Like the vision that they have for him is always like out of the box. He's not just like the regular, regular dancehall artist that you see. And even shout out the dancehall scene because I love their videos. Yeah. But I know that he always tries to take it a step further. Um, even like modernize it more like he was like in in the end of intro he was like playing in a rock band with his shirt off with a bunch (laughs) of white people and when i was like no one would have thought of that he's diverse yeah (laughs) Yeah, he's super diverse and creative and and shout out to his whole team so working with him was a was a a good experience i didn't know when i first started working with him how big he was how big i didn't know i knew shabba mata part i knew the song i didn't know like a lot about him and i'd never seen him before so when I first met him, and no disrespect at all, I thought he was just somebody on set. They mm-hmm. were just like passing by and they're like, hey, this is Dexter. Um, this is Dexter. Because they never told me who I was doing the music video for. Because I got booked through um, Tristan Five Star, who's another dancehall artist. Shout out to Tristan. Shout out to Tristan Five Star. Mm-hmm. So he hit me and he didn't. no one told me anything because they were trying to keep it really, really hush-hush. Yeah. So, so it was really hush. So. It was no, no, super hush. People, so. can, keep a <laughs> People can keep a secret. Right. So when I seen him, I was just like, hi. How you doing? You know, set etiquette. So I found out it was him. And I was like, okay, dope. Did the video. I was like, okay, dope. When the video released now, and I'm seeing like even the reach he had with the women and stuff, I was like, holy fuck. Like, it goes it goes nuts. Like if you see his stage yeah, performances, like he's he's yeah. dancing with everybody and yeah. they love him. He is definitely like the prince or king of like the R&B Michael Jackson prince E dance hall vibe vibe because like girls like throw panties on stage and stuff and it's crazy like it's really wild and it looks like he loves it (laughs) (laughs) and he has a big song right now called call me if like the challenge and stuff like that and i mean honestly like i just fell in love with all of the remix yes and shout out um marika is that her name um she's another she's another um big rap artist out here in toronto and she did the call me if challenge as well shout her out mm-hmm. but yeah i've been seeing the call me if uh challenge and it was dope i love the song yeah, like the song i was, was a really cartel catchy. fan growing up you know and it's like because it's kind of like i don't know not putting out too much right now so yeah. i think that dexter could be on that wave of being like a cartel kind of yeah in regards to influence with the definitely. women that just throw themselves yeah definitely <laughs> definitely for sure going hard he's definitely in that direction to becoming like one of or if not already, dance halls. A top dance hall yeah. artist, yeah. No, it's big. 
Yeah. So music videos, like what other top Toronto videos have you been in? Because I know usually when it comes to dancers, there's usually like, you know, that girl. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much songs about that girl. Are you in like a lot of Toronto artists music videos? I wouldn't say a lot. I've been in, I've been in a few. And and I would just say this honestly, because most Toronto artists don't want to pay a lot. Mm. And you ain't cheap. (laughs) <laughs> they just don't want to pay and it's just like it's like oh yeah, yeah i i seen you in the club and blah 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 and i'm like yeah but i'm promoting you as well and you're promoting me so if i come outside and i have to do my hair and my makeup and i have to dance sexy for the next six seven hours and what you have to wear too right i don't want 150 dollars <laughs> my mic is hot anyway. <laughs> sorry they know you here Freddie. right and, and not all, not every toronto artist is that so i don't want to I don't want to put a blanket over Toronto artists, but there are definitely some artists that lowball the women, especially when they're booking them. And they want the women to do the most, like literally be next to naked and then do all these great things and then just be happy with like what, a bottle of Henny if? <laughs> right. But I also tell the girls you have to up your standard as well. Yeah. Stop making it acceptable for these guys to book you just to feed you, to complain that you just sat there all day, didn't do anything, drank eight chicken wings and whatever. Because <laughs> I've, I've I've literally had people <laughs> tell me that they were complaining about the girls on set, and I was like, "Well, did you pay them?" And they're like, "Yeah, I gave them like a bill fifty, and it was Hennessy and stuff there." And I'm like, "You had them there for six hours, though." She what can eat just- like give her something that's more than just food, like <laughs> right? Like I don't know, but then again, the girls also have to up the standard as well. Don't make that acceptable. Yeah, set your hours. Make sure they're professional. Yeah, you run over an hour two time. And just do both. it like real bit. Maybe it's the business etiquette, then that's the the lower standard. Because on both sides, they have to meet. Like if yeah. people have a little bit more pro- professionalism, maybe, or they come to terms with each other and they actually have like a proper business arrangement instead of like, yo, just come true type of thing. And then they just come true. It's like. I, I hear that because it's true. But then there's the other side of it of. Wow, it's going to feel like I'm like Toronto versus everybody. No, this is what this is about. Honestly, <laughs> it, we highlight the Toronto scene. Take, take that shit. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. It's Comment really, It's really like, okay, so when I'm in the club, right, and I've been dancing, let's just use Magic Monday for example. I come to Magic Monday every Monday, religiously. There's five, six of us that come to Magic Monday. We put on a show no matter who they book. Now they book, her name could be Starlight but from New York. They roll out the red carpet for her. They pick her up at, at the airport. They put her up in a hotel. They put her in an Uber, whoever brings her to the, the show. They make a big spectacle of it. I get that because you put money out for the money to come back in because everybody's going to come and see them at the show, right? Why not do that for your girls? Why not do a promo video for your chicks, you know, for the girls that are willing to do that every week? Every day, every week, yeah. Right? So then now when you have a music video and you're seeing me because you see me every week and I'm accessible. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have to fly out that girl for a thousand dollars and put her up in a video and put her up in an Uber and do all these things. Right. Because I can just take an Uber there. I drive. <laughs> right. Or, you know, when I get there, you can just fling me a fucking pizza pizza. I don't know. But now when I'm giving you a price that is nowhere near <laughs> what you would have spent for that girl and I'm just as talented. Why are you disrespecting me mm. or making it seem like you can't do that? Yeah, so they- then now when I elevate now you want to show me love now i don't even want to do your, your video because it's about getting fluid in <laughs> lowest <laughs> offer that's what i want to know because like i've interviewed um diana at waters 
back in the days. She's in a bunch of people's music videos, right? Mm -hmm. And she said a bottle of Hennessy. And you mentioned a bottle of Hennessy. But it's, it's actually it facts. Like, like that's happened. Like she's seen girls do a music video for a bottle of Hennessy. Hell no. You, have you seen that though? Not you. Yes. I'm not saying you. No, I'm not saying me either. But yes, that's why I said like girls have to up their standard as well and up their price. So you've seen a girl do a music video for a bottle of Hennessy. I've seen her do it for nothing. <gasps> <laughs> Just for the hype of the person, maybe the for artist. Or, yeah. For absolutely nothing. And, and it's crazy because I've, and I'm not going to cap, I've done a, a music video out of love for the person that was doing it. Right. Because I want to see my people win. Right. If they can do something and I'll tell them straight, like, you know what? Just pay for like my nails or something and I'll just still come through. Right. Because it's the love for that person. Yeah. Everybody else that is on a professional basis, I tell them what my standard is. Listen, I want this and I need this and you need to accommodate that when I get there. If you can't do that, then I cannot do your music video. Sorry. Mm hmm. Because the basic necessities have to be covered. Like, even, like, food, travel, and stuff. Like, those things get factored in. Hair, makeup. Because I can go anywhere <laughs> else, and I don't even have to ask that. They're already telling me it's mandatory. Mm. Like, even when I eat, even if I say, hey, is there, is there going to be food there? And they're looking at me crazy. Like, I got you, man. The yeah. whole works. Yeah. Fruit so, platter. <laughs> so then why can't I do that in my hometown? Mm. Why aren't the hometown treating the home team <laughs> properly? Yeah. No, it's, it's facts. It's fair. So, Jeez. I don't know, man. Toronto, Toronto has a lot of work. That's what we do. Honestly, <laughs> in we terms have of the hospitality. most terminology when it comes to the Toronto scene. And that's a lot of our demographic is the Toronto, you know, not necessarily screw face, but comment gang, everything. So this is important for them as a learning moment for people to know what people are saying. Because right. we are from the Toronto scene, so we're not biased when we're talking. We're talking about what it's like being a Torontonian yeah. on different levels. So... How does that affect the bag? Because I know, like, you can tell the states you get a little bit more love because you're kind of looked at as, like, a different yeah. and appreciated a little bit more or yeah. versus, like, like you said, locally. So how does your bag get impacted? Like, because if you're doing the Magic Mondays or whatever nights you do exclusively and religiously, do you feel that your opportunity to make more money is limited because you're not going out as much out of the city and stuff? Um. Or has it changed now because you've gotten to a level where people have to deal you kind of proper? It's it's here and there mm. um, because there are a lot of people in Toronto that don't know me. There's a lot of younger people that don't know me. So, um, I, I mean, they may have heard of me. So it's like they just don't know how to deal with me. It's like, oh, yeah, I heard you're big and, you know, I really want you at my party and, and stuff and stuff and stuff. But it's still it still takes me to kind of guide them how to deal with me, mm -hmm. right? Because they might have dealt with other people and they think that is a standard and I'm like, me and them are not the same. Um, so in it, it doesn't necessarily affect the bag <laughs> in a sense because, how do I put this? In the States, they don't know you. So it's a lot more work for me out there because I have to kind of prove myself in a market that, it's already saturated mm -hmm. and they do this all the time, you know? So it's like, you're a dancer, you're a dime a dozen. What makes you special? Yeah, I'm from Toronto. Okay, so what? <laughs> like, they still say that. They're like, okay, and? and then I have to go to the club and kind of show myself. Out here, I feel like I don't have to do that because I put in the work, mm -hmm. right? But I still have to guide people how to um, even book a dancer or how to accommodate me when I'm at their events and stuff. So it doesn't... It, 
it doesn't necessarily affect the bag. It's just a different bag. Right. So a lot of the new Toronto people that maybe not, they don't know you that well, they might be intimidated and not know what your value can, like it could be, like your value's there, but it's like they don't have to look at you and say, oh man, she's over like five grand. I can't deal with that. There's been people who told me straight up they didn't book me because they said I was going to be too expensive. And I'm like, really? They're, you're intimidating them that much, man. Right. And then there's <laughs> other people that were like, yo, I don't even want to pay ICE because ICE has been doing it for time like we want somebody new and i was like yeah i was saying that for a long time too i want new girls <laughs> you yeah. know i don't always want to be doing the, the party by myself and it just took the toronto to turn a tide and it wasn't until covid really started hitting for there's a thousand girls on the scene now and i was like where were you when we could have held a medical party and had a bigger bag most guys don't want to come outside because they're tired of seeing us four or five of us in Toronto <laughs> that are dedicated to going outside. Yeah. You know, you have Alana, you have Tasha Mack, you have... Um, Shout out Tasha Mack, alumni. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> you have Queen Titi, you know, you have Kiana Sparks. Like, that's our alumni right now. <laughs> Legit. Everybody's on, like, OnlyFans and everybody's just emerging online now on their Instagram live saying, hey, look at me, I'm a dancer. It's like... You didn't come out. What were you scared of? Exactly. <laughs> the day job? Right. <laughs> Everybody has their reason, I'm sure. But like right now, I think because it's so scarce and because it's so real mm -hmm. that like everybody's emerging and saying, fuck it, man. Like, what? I'm just going to take my family off my page. And then like, yo, it's just on me. <laughs> but that's just that's just survival. That has nothing to do with like actually talent and entertainment. That's mm -hmm. why a lot of the girls out here, I'm like, OK, yeah, get your money because there is a market for it. And, you know, there's an avenue and a category for you. But like you're not in my lane. Yeah, you know, you're not in Tasha Max Lane. You're not. In there's levels to this, right? Because anybody can just shake their ass. Like there's an art form <laughs> to shaking your <laughs> Master ass. Masterclass, right? <laughs> out of a out of a nigga's black card. Some, there's like a, there's an actual level to it, you know. And not a lot of girls get that. Um, I want to just uh, throw in something there because you did mention OnlyFans, mm -hmm. and I just checked your Instagram and I see OnlyFans in your link. Yeah. Post pandemic or pre pandemic. Post. Yeah. I just put that up the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so how's it been post pandemic transitioning into the whole OnlyFans world? Because that's a new world for a lot of people. To be honest, like I'm just now I'm just now navigating it because mm -hmm. while everybody was on lockdown, I was doing like Club COVID mm -hmm. with like Snoopy and whatnot, right? And still trying to find a bearing as to like, yo, when are we going when am I going outside? Mm -hmm. Ninety percent <laughs> of my income has to do with a party. Yeah. You know, a club <laughs> yeah, for sure. or something, right? Yeah. So then when I got on OnlyFans initially, because that's not the first time I did it. This is my second round oh, on shit. OnlyFans. When I first did it, it freaked me out because I made it OnlyFans. And then maybe a couple, not a couple weeks later, maybe like two, one or two weeks later, mm -hmm. my friend sent me a link and it was a hacker that hacked into OnlyFans. Yeah, I remember when oh, that was no. happening. Right. Yeah. And every girl's stuff was out there. Like, I was just seeing stuff. And I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really Shit. what goes on on OnlyFans? Yeah, that was like right in the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. So I was like, hell no. Nah. Like, <laughs> hell no. Nah. Like, mm -hmm. I can't do that. Like, fuck it. But I had already posted it. And shout out to everybody that subscribed. Because like, I made a little cute change on that. Nah, like. <laughs> made a little cute change but i didn't know how to navigate it and then when people were asking me for certain things i was like wow like i'm i'm not that person mm -hmm. i can be 
but like not for the internet <laughs> you know levels to this intimately <laughs> not for the internet mm-hmm. so it scared me now i realize that it's just another platform you know what i post i post a lot of provocative stuff on my instagram why not post it on on OnlyFans? Mm. And take it off the Instagram. Y'all got, a, y'all got a lot of content for free. So I'm putting it on Instagram. Uh, on, on OnlyFans now. <laughs> like, yeah. it's done now. So mm. that's 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 my niche. Because yeah. I've seen celebrities going on there, posting the exact same thing that they were doing on their Instagram. Mm. And making money. Mm. Why? Because they have a fan base. Okay, fine. You guys want to see me in like a little, 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 little G-string? It's on OnlyFans now. I'm posting on Instagram. Gotta pay to play. Hell yeah. Smart lady. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about your posting. <laughs> we'll talk about this particular one here. A while back, I even got a little bit of uh, eyebrows raised at this one. There was you and this boy <laughs> on your Instagram page, and you were shouting him out like your son. So, like, a lot of people started wondering, like, yo, you're a mommy, or like, what's going on? Like, you have yeah, son, 18 years old. Like, how you look so good and have a big old son like that? Like, so, like. And what's crazy is shout out to my son. <laughs> His birthday's actually today. Oh, shoot. Happy birthday, yeah, son. Happy <laughs> birthday, son. So, um, I run a. Uh, it's like a boys and girls club for LGBT youth. Um, it's called the Kiki Ballroom Alliance. And I am godmother, overall godmother of Canada Louboutin. Mm. So basically what it is, it's like a, a competition that happens every so often. They're called balls. We attend them and we're in houses. So think of it like a sorority, like different sororities and, and crews mm-hmm. coming up to link. And then it's just like, it could be, Fashion oriented, it could be voguing, it could be a whole array of different things, right? Which gets everybody engaged, involved, safe. So I'm in this group now, and he came in, and me and him, you know, got to talking, and he's really chill. Her son, guys. Yes, my son. <laughs> Super intelligent boy. And we took a picture at an event for Sky Vodka, and we're just sitting there, and I just had the cup in my hand, and he's sitting behind me, or beside me side profile and a photographer took the picture and when they took the picture and we got back the picture i was like holy crow like you could actually be my son <laughs> the <laughs> like, resemblance was yeah so there close. was no resemblance the cheats everything like he looked like a younger male version of me and he's my height mm. he's short so i posted the picture and i said it would be fun if i just fucked with the internet because i like to do that sometimes <laughs> viral yeah mm-hmm. so i just posted it on my instagram and i was like uh thank you so much son you know you made me a better person and you know when people become new moms they just do that long post i definitely did one of those <laughs> i saw it and i was like what and is i posted it and toronto went crazy they were like uh no that's not your fucking son. I've known you for so long. And I'm like, suppose I just, you know, he just went to boarding school or something and he came back or went to the island. You know, and, you know? <laughs> I told people I gave him up for adoption. <laughs> I said I gave him up for adoption and I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at how well and not well people knew me because some people who's looked in my face every single week, apart from the weeks that I'm not here. <laughs> really looked at me and was like, oh my God, congratulations. And I was like, congratulations. Like The you, reveal. Right. You think I could have had a baby and not had a shower, not had nothing. Like, you know, so 
it was it was a dope viral moment for me. <laughs> so to clear the air, nah, is there a son? Manana Pitney. <laughs> no me, son, guys. Nana Pitney. <laughs> I'm like, she looks too good. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm Thank like, I'm you. watching and I'm like, 18. I was trying to like do the math. I'm like looking at it and I'm just like, yeah. No. So technically, if y'all good at math, if he was 18, then that means I would have had that kid at 13. <laughs> Which could be possible in some cases, but <laughs> in some cases, in some cases too. But yeah, but like yeah, that's my that's my little man. Mm. I fucked with him. Okay, still <laughs> we got to clear the air, <laughs> and you took that picture down so nobody can even reference it. Because went people back. were bothering me, and then my mom hit me up. My mom was like, "What are you doing?" Like she, my mom knows when I'm on some fuckery, right? She just called me like, "What are you on?" She's like, "Uh." She Did saw the not, picture? Yeah. My mom's on my social media. So like oh, wow. Y'all that is letting brave. y'all know. Letting y'all know. My mom's on my social media. And so when the going back to the Dexter Dash video, that was the most explicit thing that I've done. And the only time I kept saying to myself, I was like, my mom, 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 my mom. Because we grew up seven seventy Adventists. So we were super strict. No TV at sundown on Friday. Until the next day, you know, you cook before. Uh, you broke out your show. <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And some of y'all seven-day adventists who went to Malton will tell you <laughs> Club Paradise was up the street. From the church. From our church. Oh, God. Oh, Emmy, yo. Holy <laughs> <laughs> was up the street from our church. So some of y'all, hmm, hmm, yeah, went to Paradise after church on the Saturday. I mm-hmm. went to church on the Sunday. No, we go to church on Saturday. So, oh, yes. So, so daytime and the nighttime. Yes. Yo. So when you go, you go to church in the day by Saturday <laughs> evening. Everybody's drinking and partying. You're off the quote unquote off the hook. So you know you can go back to watching your stuff, and you know there wasn't a lot of social media, so they went to the club. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> I read that man. Like it's it's a convenient location. Yeah, <laughs> right there. So. All who said they were sleeping over to go to Pathfinders in the morning. I know where y'all was last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I kept saying my mom, my mom, my mom. And it goes back to when I first started dancing. I started dancing and me just being lazy. Airport strip was 10 minutes away from my house. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when I started dancing and not really thinking about, you know, my brothers and stuff and his friends and what people do outside of me seeing them outside on the block. Some of my brother's friends seen me in the club and went and told my brother. My brother told my mother and was like, I'm going to beat her ass. And my mom was like, nah, 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 nah. So my older brother was a very strict one dad that i probably never wanted and Mm -hmm. dexter was the soft meek one i used to watch wrestling with him and stuff so my mom sent dexter to the club and they used to call me diamond coincidentally (laughs) (laughs) when i was younger and um the lady who owned the club when i just got to work she called me downstairs and was like oh there's a guy here to see you so that's not abnormal for me <clears throat> for me to be working and somebody requesting me but a guy is a particular type of guy coming to check you yeah it's right minimal so i just come downstairs and i'm click clacking and i'm walking and i'm strutting and i'm like hell yeah daddy and i was like oh fuck like literally <laughs> fuck and then dexter's just sitting there and he doesn't really drink he drinks like a beer but he wasn't really drinking he just sat there and i remember him being at the front of the club so i had to pass everybody and he no. just sat there and he was just like are you safe is anybody trafficking you are you okay? Is this something that you want to do? And I was like, 
Yeah, no. You can wait no. till we yeah. talk outside. <laughs> no, but like it, it again. Like I don't really talk a lot about my family, and and it's not for nothing. But it's just I grew up different with a different sense of um, I guess respect and um sense of what is the word um independency. So they were just like, "You're of sound mind, but are you okay?" Mm-hmm. And that's all like my family's ever asked me. And anything that I've done, school, track, you know, stripping, whatever. Like, are you okay? Like, are you of sound mind? And is anybody forcing you to do this? And I said, no. And he was like, all right. He's like, okay, I'll talk to Brian. But, like, you're going to have to have that conversation with mom. But mom sent me down here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Wow. And then it was just an unspoken thing between my mom. My mom knew I danced. And she just always asked me, like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm going to work. She's like, oh, okay, cool. So the Dexter Dash video, I was like... Nah, like she's gonna know. Yeah, because when your mom can like think whatever and just whatever, you know, it just goes through her head. But for her to actually visually see it, my mom's been to my show one time. She supported. Wow. Yeah, I was doing a show in on in, in Ottawa, and she came, and her and my aunt came to my show, and I remember guys were smoking in the club, and I just looked at them and I was like, "Yo, my mom's here." I'm like, can you just take it to the back or They're something? They're like, your mom? Yeah. <laughs> she my, she, no, she just, they, every, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I get at Toronto a lot, but Toronto's respectful when it comes to those type of things. You know, we're really polite. So the guys just literally looked at me and said, all right, and just cleared it to the back of the club. And then my mom stayed a little bit after, like, my first song. And then she's like, okay, I'm going back to the hotel. And she, and she cut. Mm. That was the only time my mom seen me dance. But, so, like, you were still clothed, right? Yeah. Okay. Mo- majority of the time, I'm clothed. Unless okay. you throw in some big bank, you will see me clothed. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, the guy's so, um, Yeah, so then moving into Dexter Daps, I was naked in that video. And then for it to be viral and accessible to people, mm. I'm looking at, you know, SDA people, her church people, her friends, my But the trailer was done in a way where you didn't see, like, you were naked, but, like, you, it was, like, subliminals. Like, it was, like, Im- implied visuals. Like, you yeah. could tell that you weren't wearing a top, but you weren't seeing you topless. Yeah, and so you used to watch the video, and I'm, like, fake having an orgasm. you know and so for for older people especially my mom i was like yo i don't even know what she would think and then my mom just told me like you know it's art and i cried she's like you're she up good you come from me (laughs) (laughs) yeah she she told me she told me it was art and if i was if i was okay with the work then she'd be okay with it and i cried and i was like wow that's crazy like Everybody's parents are so supportive with the people I talk to on this yeah, show, man. Jeez. My mom's a G. Like, <laughs> it's good. My mom's a G. Like, I just, I'll be around her. I'll go to the house and I'll get ready to go to work. And she just look at me. She's like, where are you going? I said, work. And she'll just be like, okay. Mm. You know? And. I love that. Yeah. for Because for a long time, I thought she didn't, she didn't care. But she cared. She's just like, she's just been Giving like you that. Your space. Yeah, yeah. She's been like that with all of my brothers and sisters. Like, as long as you're good you're fine because you know what anytime you're not good you can come home mm-hmm. you know you can come to me and so that's popular. shout out mommy mm. the support's always good La madre. Yeah. <laughs> okay um in regards to uh some things on social media and stuff um quarantine everybody's mm. like devastated by it everybody's going through the most so like fucking sucks yeah quarantine it's sex trash. are you getting any <laughs> 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 yeah 
It's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are mashing up in relationships, and a lot of people are going through like the most. Stress. I probably I probably broke up with my significant other like three times already. Sure. And, and, it's, literally, and, it's, and it's literally because of quarantine, and I'm already in a long distance relationship, so it's it's harder on us. Mm-hmm. The uh, the best thing about it is that I'm dating a frequent traveler. Oh so shit! Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're ready to go, I'm like, you come in, and you know, we out. But um. Yeah, quarantine quarantine sex is cool. It's just annoying because it's like so much like pent up. Like we be having sex and we're getting like aggressive, and I'm like, why are we so aggressive? And they're just like, well, because I want to go outside, and I was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, take it out on me. Yeah, sure. I love it, but like, okay. It's a different vibe right now. I think there's a lot of tension, a lot of like awkwardness, and there's. Initially, when it happened, it was like something new, you know, so it was like exciting and stuff. And we were all trying to find ways around it and stuff to keep ourselves occupied and safe at the same time. And then when summer hit, everybody was like, oh, fuck, like you can actually do. We actually can go outside, mm-hmm. you know, because there was a lot of perspectives and I don't want to go all like governmental on everybody. But there's a lot of things that were making sense to people. Yeah. You know, yeah, COVID is real. But like, there's something else going on that's real too that they're not telling the people. So when we oh, went outside, oh, you mean the towers? Oh, you yeah. mean like the oh yeah, the, oh yeah, five G? Like it's it? Come cough, right? So Where's the sound effects yeah. Friday? <laughs> right? So <laughs> it's <was, laughs> like, <laughs> ow. <laughs> so sorry, I'm late. Yeah. So with with all that shit going on, and people were going outside, and we're getting a taste of like what we what we were used to, mm-hmm. you know dancehall people and toronto people like we love outside it just sucked for like a lot of the hip-hop community because yeah you know we couldn't go to most of the clubs that we love going to you know there was music but music's like whatever then to go into round two of lockdown we're like we're still doing this yeah like really we're past it man yeah everyone's wearing a mask now it's mandatory like why do you need to lock down everything yeah and everywhere else is finding ways around it like atlanta has not been shut down Mm. ever <laughs> like Miami shut down for like two weeks and these pe- these places are so thriving why what the hell's going on in Toronto that we can't have a space I think they're not prepared for how are you not prepared we're a mega city yeah it's weird we're a whole mega city there's something else I know there's something yeah, else there's something else going on right and if you guys actually want to be technical then shut down travel yeah. How can you? How can you? Essential though. Let's just tell them you're going to do something important. And you're good. But that's the loophole. Yeah. Well, I'm not even trying to dry snitch on myself, but like that's that's the loophole because I'm out. Mm. Right. I'm still being safe and I'm still practicing certain things when I when I leave the country when I come back inside. You know, like my mom's old, so I can't just go away and just be around her just so. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of asymptomatic people. And then you have a vaccine that you take, but it doesn't necessarily make you. People not. are mash up. Are you seeing some of the people that are taking? They're vaccine? definitely mash up, and there's people, and you, but you can still get COVID. So why am I taking it? Yeah, because they're putting something else in you. That's why. Man, <laughs> miss me with all the fucking that. I'm just saying they just need to cut the fuck out and just let us back outside. Yeah, you we're know? safer outside. Fresh air, everything. <laughs> just masks, washing. Because everything else is not like if I work at Loblaws, I still have to go to work every day. You and know? pass through the community to go back home. And listen. But daycares can be open in certain places, but then certain... And they, you know? just, told, they just said that schools are the last places to be closed. Child bye. <laughs> That's a whole Child other bye. channel. Because if anything, kids are spreading it the worst. You cannot tell 
your two-year-old not to hug their next two-year-old friend or share food or share food or cough in their face or spit mm-hmm. in their face you know rub your nose and touch your friend like touching each other's hair face yeah it's yeah. crazy but um yeah we'll we'll leave COVID to another discussion because <laughs> like it just there's so many politics with it yeah so back to you mm-hmm. um in regards to presentation and stuff I know like in the media right now shadism amongst the black community is a huge thing and Danny Le, uh mm-hmm. the baby's girl mm-hmm is another big person that is of lighter skin doing, you know, certain entertainment and stuff. So yeah. have you faced any of that difficulty being a dancer and feeling like, okay, if I was a certain shade or if Hell I was lighter? yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. I am a beautiful chocolate woman. And most people do not want that. You really? Know? Yeah, because it's it's really colorist in the dance, in, in the entertainment world. You know, that's not just So the dancing. same light skin thing still applies? Yeah. An, all levels of entertainment why because things sell other things sell faster mm. right that could be a title mm. <laughs> things sell yeah we do this write that down write that down things it's sell? a brown paper bag theory basically hell yeah. yeah yeah because okay for instance if i'm a promoter and i think about what the crowd will buy right what do people like? Do they like Hennessy or do they want vodka? Okay, now we're into the vodka. Do they want Ciroc? Do they want Sky Vodka? Whatever, whatever. But Hennessy's just Hennessy. Mm. Right? So black women are just black women. When you go into a light-skinned woman, it's now, is she foreign? What is her exotic is she, type? Yeah. Is she exotic? Is she foreign? Is she mulatto? Is she, is she black? This? Is she this? And whatever. And then for black women, it's just black. Mm. Like The one brush. Right. Mm. And to give people just a quick um, history, like for what I mean by the brown paper bag theory. Yeah. Is back in the days. Like, Pass me the napkin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for the Perfect. people, who, for the people who are seeing it on video. Yeah. Like back in the days, like in the, for actors and stuff like that, they used to compare them to a brown paper bag. And if you weren't lighter than a brown paper bag, more times you're not getting the part. Yes. Mm-hmm. Modness. Modness, wow. but definitely in the entertainment world, especially with with dancing, it the, the same thing applies. If she is light skin with tiggle bitties and a big ass, they're taking them. They're taking the five of them. So darker skin with the same features are not as likable. Yes, but if she was skinny and light skin, they'll still take her mm. first. Then okay. the smaller. Mm framed girl so in regards in regards with me i always had to fight that stigma and push through that because when i was dancing at magic monday i was one of the smaller girls right i didn't have a lot of tits i had a nice frame but i didn't have a lot of ass you were natural right versus Mm. the girls who got their shit done they were taking them even if you were ugly Mm. (laughs) there was they were lighter skins they were taking you if you were light and skinny, they took you. A lot of us black, darker skinned women had to like have a really good feature or really, really great talent. Wow. You know, and it was still one or two. Just like when I was dancing in the clubs, I auditioned, quote unquote, with six girls. Five of us were black. One of them were white. They called the white girl the next day. Oh, shit. And they made us five black girls come back and say we had to dance there for the week, and then they will pick. Oh, so you have to prove even. I further. had to prove myself in the club, mind you. I'm working for myself. Damn. Okay, 
y'all pay me to be here and entertain your crowd. And they still and they still was like, yo, you have to be here for the whole week and whatever. And the only reason why me and my other girlfriend got in is because I was really great at stage shows. And my other girl looked like the stage girls. Like she had her tits done. She had a really nice body and stuff. So it was like two extremes for them. The let's just say like uh more I, I don't want to use the word regular i want to use the word um just normal featured right well natural i think is a term that most people use if you don't have like enhancements and stuff no but for the people right but for the people just so they can visualize what i'm saying mm-hmm. in terms of you know my other friend she had she looked like a black barbie but the only thing she had at the time done was her tits right okay. so she was very statuesque black barbie like you know this really cute and then me, I don't even think they took me for my cuteness. I think they just said, yo, the bitch could dance. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you it know? should be about, right? Right, right. But then when it comes to selling sex and not just selling your body, selling sex is selling a fantasy. Yeah. Right? The thought of. So they were like, what is going to sell in this club? The performance, okay? And her friend who looks like that. Mm-hmm. Wow, and it still happens to this day. Girls who are light skinned and I'm saying it for everybody who don't want to say it, they get booked. The small petite girls who look like they wear pitney panties, they get booked. <laughs> pitney panties, yeah. The pitney panties where you can see the whole line in the back, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The granny throwbacks, yeah. Oh shit. Mm. <laughs> okay. Wow. Lots to go on with there. Um, let's get into <laughs> our audience questions. <laughs> and we are going to start with The Voice. The Voice is uh, one of our uh, audience members that sends his questions in via voice note. And Oh, shout out The Voice. Yes. That's really dope. He shout likes you a lot, voice. by the way. Huh? He likes you a lot. I like you too, baby. <laughs> Maybe we can exchange uh, text messages or voice messages. <laughs> voice notes. <laughs> Yes, so let's get the voices uh, question here. Question, and welcome to the show, Miss Lady Ice. Um, My question to you is, uh, you got three good things going on for yourself. You're an influencer, you're an entertainer, and you're a stripper. Out of the three, uh, which one do you enjoy the most? And which out of the three do you make the most money? Okay. Um, <laughs> shout out the voice. Matt said, I got three things going for me. You're a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Um, can you replay again? He said entertain, entertainer, stripper. And what was the second one? Um, I guess the comedian. Oh, Okay. Um, stripping, to be honest, because, you know, I, I think, yeah, stripping, it's evident, <laughs> you know, I do make the most money with that. Um, entertainment is just an all around thing. So I don't necessarily think it's a one thing that's going for me. Um, and then comedian is just me being funny, my natural self, pastime shit, you know, hobby. Um, and what, yeah, what makes most money? I answered that. Yeah. Stripping, yeah. Yeah, and I think you got the question pretty good. Yeah. Uh, next we have... Uh, what... Thanks for sending me a question. <laughs> he always does every episode. Mm-hmm. 
He's active participant, so. Shout out. The voice, though, eh? Like, sounds like he does radio stuff. For right. Like, he can. He definitely could. <laughs> Got that voice, so. <laughs> he puts on the sexy voice. Right. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank you for having me. Miss Lady Ice. <laughs> yes, I have a question. <laughs> so, um, what's the wildest sex story or freakiest shit that you've done? Damn. <laughs> Audience question. Damn. Um... Man, Toronto people are too judgy. Because <laughs> when you have an active sex life, I feel like you just do so much on a regular that it's hard to pinpoint, and you shouldn't have to. Like, it's not the fact. Well, yes, I do have an active sex life only because I'm I'm dating someone at the moment. So when I'm not, it's like fucking cobwebs down there. <laughs> but, um, the wildest. You went to a lot of like, um, you've been to nude beaches and you've done like a whole bunch of stuff. In That's to- the crazy thing about it. Cause half the time when I'm not half the time, all the time when I go to these places, shout out hedonism, Jamaica. That's what I was going to. Yeah. That's what it's in called. And when I go to these places, I'm, I'm work mode. Mm. Right. And I'm around, I've been around sex so much that like, I can literally just walk past and be like, Oh, cute. And just keep it moving. Like mm. I'm hungry. I'm going to the fucking nude pool to get food. Yeah. So that's usually what happens. So like it's it's programmed in my mind. You're and then, desensitized. You're not like thrilled at like. I am thing. just not while I'm at work. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. like when I get booked for these things, being a part of the staff, it's like you have to appreciate and also not like mind your business at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I can be on the nude side and two people are fucking, and I like if somebody makes eye contact with me and they say hi, I just nod or say hey and keep it moving. Like you don't <laughs> stop now. and talk, you know, or like we'll be at the nude side. And when you're at the nude side, you have to be completely nude. But because I'm staff, I don't have to be. But then I like being topless anyway. So like I'm topless <laughs> and I'm talking to them. And the first time I was there, just talking to somebody, being naked and not really focusing on that puts you in a different mind frame. Like I was like, oh, I'm super mature, you know. So now it's just like second nature you're nah. just like, mm. you know so but like the wildest thing um i wanted to try this toy <laughs> in um another part of my region and it had beads that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> it had beads it vibrated and i enjoyed it <laughs> a lot okay Nah, I'm gonna just say it. Fuck it. So I wanted to like try double penetration, but I didn't like how it was on the you know porn thing. I just didn't want to go to that level. So I was like, what could I do? So I was like, okay, so I'm gonna try butt plug thingy, mm-hmm. and I did, and I loved it. Was it? You said it had beads, right? Yeah. So it was like a bead thing, and it was like gradual. So it was like I think five oh, or six it, it, on a stick. It expanded. It's on, a, it's on a stick. Okay. Right. So it's like um, it had a ring on it, and then you put it in your bum as far as it can go, but like. Uh, <laughs> um, I didn't know it can actually go all the way so it went all the way <laughs> and then yeah the person you know went on top and we did our thing and it, was, it was a different experience no no when you have a little bit of butt play it's it's good it just I just I never really experienced butt play uh, like ever you know especially growing up dance hall <laughs> that shit don't happen I know the Jamaican culture man <laughs> Jesus. that, shit that don't should be happen. another name of a show growing up dance hall <laughs> Honestly, you guys can pay me part time. No, not pay me part time. I mean, hire me part time because I have mad material. The dance hall. I can scene. give you names for shows for days. 
but it's real shit though so i mean like when it comes to the whole butt experience have you tried like a glass one like have you tried other so ones the glass other? one i really want to try because i just want to try glass toys period because i heard like like glass toys regardless they're if hard it's, you know, it depends i that's the thing like i've never really tried it i've mm. tried a lot of you know vaginal toys and it doesn't it, it doesn't do justice to the real thing it's true it's true that's my take on it it's true but then again it's how you play mm-hmm. you know you gotta have the right because player a, <laughs> right because a lot of people think like it's a substitute it's not a substitute it's just supposed to add yeah. so when you know i have sex with the women so when you're playing with a woman obviously she don't have a dick so it's like okay like what are you gonna do to i don't want to say supplement because that's not the, that's not it at yeah. all it's just an you play yeah you just play differently mm-hmm. you know because they have straps and whatever i wasn't really big on that but i am big on toys yeah. so it's your affection level towards the person you and know? it's the energy and that's the thing too another like a lot of people think that when you have a toy you have to do it by yourself but people don't understand the enjoyment of if there is a toy at any point in time it's usually because there's another partner to use it with you right for that enjoyment because guys don't guys don't get that yeah. sometimes not all they of feel them. replaced <laughs> and the thing is you shouldn't because you're not trying to play with the toy with solo play you're trying to have the person embody the toy yeah. so they're kind of like using it so then you're appreciating them using it with you not saying that i like the toy better <laughs> and that's the but that's struggle. what i'm saying like growing up dancehall or growing up toronto <laughs> and stuff you're just one track minded a lot of people have sex just tonight yeah that's not what sex is sex is like your exchanging of energies that's why you have soul ties that's it's why spiritual. people break your fucking windows and want to bust your tires because you guys are just having sex with people like, i connected so <laughs> just fucking like- much with you <laughs> and people don't and people don't really understand that and take that in like when you're doing something to somebody else especially with passion and fucking desire and all these things like you don't know what kind of energy you're exchanging with that person. So mm-hmm. if you're just like, okay, I'm just a sexual being and I, that's what you, okay, fine, but you let that person know. If you don't do that and you're doing that with every single girl, that's why mans have like six, seven baby moms and don't know why. <laughs> and they ask questions later. Right. Shoot first, right? Exactly. So like when you're playing with somebody or you're having sex with somebody and you're like, yo, I want to explore and the man's like, nah, be like, it's I whatever. Do like, I don't do that stuff. they think they're stuff. holding a real dick <clears throat> if you ask them to have some foreplay. They think it's like, Yo, I'm gonna not touch that. What do you mean? It, it's here. Yeah, <laughs> like, even not even just a dick, like even a vibrator. Yeah, I've been with somebody and I'm just like, yo, can you just like do this before? And the man told me no, and I was like, well, you're lost. You <laughs> like I'm off this, you know. So it, it's just different experiences for different people. But I definitely want to try glass. Um, I want to try. Um, I think the more flexible something is, the more enjoyable because the glass is a bit stiff. But not all the time because it bends. So mind you. Oh, that one? Yeah, but some of them, when because they're too flexible, you don't really feel anything. So you have to have a little bit of stiffness in it. Or if you do that, you want a little bit of curve. But glass, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. There are some curved ones, yeah. Yeah. All right. right. No, I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, And use lube. Lube helps. mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So audience question. What's your favorite Lil Wayne song to dance to? Um, Pussy Money Weed. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I have a game that we're going to play, but I think I'll go through your questions first that I have for you personally, and okay. then we can jump into the little game play Dope. there. Um, so have you ever dated a guy that lived with his mom or yeah. would you? Yes, I have. Okay. How was that experience? Like, did you feel like it was 
awkward or i feel like i feel like it's a young person thing <laughs> i feel like it's a young person thing and the only way i would date somebody that lived with their parents is if you are taking care of your parents i'm not saying that they can't take care of themselves it's just like you're in the household to supplement the household you're not just there because you just don't want to pay rent mm. kind of thing um because you know i can't say i would never and i fuck with my mom heavy if i want to mm. go live at my mom's house i'm going <laughs> you know <laughs> if you don't want to fuck with me because i don't have my own okay i'm at my mom's like who cares but yeah definitely it has to be for me because i know that would be the main thing for me going back to my mom's house to help her mm-hmm. you know and not to leave off of her yeah and to alleviate <laughs> shit off of her so yeah okay um what was your best night like dancing like what would you say was the most you made like somebody just dropped or maybe an accumulation of like what you got paid ten thousand shit it was 25 (laughs) it was 25 25 um and they sent an email transfer actually wow so that's the funny thing (laughs) so that was the thing about it because not a lot of people know that it was 25 Mm. and then so five and five five, two checks baby you beat you beat paris yo really yeah she had 15 i wish i had i wish i had a cha-cha-cha-ching sound effect in here (laughs) next time next time really no but like yeah because that's 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 because magic monday times i was clearing 12 13 wow 12 13 every monday shit yeah so and and mind you paris paris was dancing but i had to give it up to her because she was getting 20s and 50s you know like this ones thing for toronto was new (laughs) <laughs> when we were dancing, you gave us five, tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds, like so all the denominations. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I was yeah, I was doing the damn thing and when we sent an e transfer, I said sick. Damn. Sick nice. that. <laughs> can let me, can I throw something in there based on that Toronto thing? Because mm-hmm. there was a once upon a time where I used to frequent the street the strip clubs yeah. around the city, more downtown. Yeah. And there was never no dollar throwing and everything like that. Because that's an American thing. Mm-hmm. And we got loonies and fucking toonies. Right. Right? <laughs> yeah. Nobody's throwing. But then I started hearing about certain clubs like House of Lancaster on certain certain nights, like the Queensway one, I think. Yeah. That were like doing dollar bills. But even before that, it was Twerk It Tuesdays. So what are man's doing? Like buying American ones? Yeah. So Twerk It Tuesday was... Okay. I have to take it a little bit back. Um, shout out Earner's Life. And shout out, uh, I'm, I'm going to remember the name. But when we were at um, Airport Strip, they came inside the club and they're like, Airport Strip never really sold Hennessy. So they were like, hey, like we want to have a party here for a birthday. Mm-hmm. Can we have a party here? So they're like, yeah, 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 have the party. Can you buy Hennessy? She's like, sure. And then he's like, we're going to throw ones. So that's the first time, first inference for me, mm-hmm. interaction with ones. So yeah. he's like, like you know, we're from the States and da-da-da-da. Like, I was like, ah, cool. But they're from Toronto. They just traveled a lot. So then that happened like maybe three or four times. And then Twerk It Tuesday happened. Twerk It Tuesday was in Brampton. So Airport Strip was like Saga. And then right behind it was um, Brampton mm-hmm. off of Dairy Road there. So when they had Twerk It Tuesday, it was the same thing. Bringing the girls in flying them down so you kind of get the whole strip club out of town experience mm, right? Vibes. right but it was in a warehouse so i can't remember what that club was called but it it was big enough to have that experience in there because mm-hmm. if you notice most of the clubs out here are small yeah, right yeah, except yeah. for like paradise 
right? Yeah. All the clubs are like literally a matchbook small. <laughs> so now when you have Twerker Tuesday, it's like, oh, like maybe we can actually get used to this vibe. Boom. Violence. Shut down. <clears throat> then moves into Magic Monday. So shout out Spotty, Matt Mogul. Uh, I don't know why I'm like forgetting people's names. Um, there's a lot of DJs that were in um, into that. YYZ clothing, homeboys that did that. So they was like, listen, we want to have KOD in Toronto. Where can we do that? House mm-hmm. Lancaster on Queensway. It was like the biggest club outside of Paradise. Yeah. Right? Or the downtown ones here. Yeah. That they can have it at, have sections at, have the, you know, they had bottle service girls. They had us girls running around like in there was an experience. But then they're like, what about the ones? And they're like, well, we're just going to have to buy ones. So shout out Spiro. <laughs> Spiro went and got a thousand dollars in ones. Wow. And so when you have that every week, minus like, especially when you're paying, you're having these people coming in and paying $40 to come inside the club. Mm-hmm. You know, he found the money somewhere, somehow to buy the ones because I wasn't exchanging them. <laughs> Dollar bills. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. The answer is no. Yeah. I'm going. Because I traveled too. So I was like, why? I don't even have to exchange money anymore. Hell no. Nah. So I used to have a, a, a shoe box. And I'm pretty sure some of us still do. I had a shoe box full of just the dollar bills. Wow. I went to shoppers with dollar bills. I went to, <laughs> I went to Mexico with dollar bills. I went to pay stuff with dollar bills. Like, I just had, I had dollar bills off the ass. American dollar bills. American dollar bills. Yeah. Now what turned the tide is... People were still st- picking up the money off the floor. So if you went and you had a good night in the club and the nigga throw like $2,000, when the girls count up, there's like 500 missing. Why? Because the patrons take it. Or you have some guys who you know want to flip the switch and will flip the bag in the club and keep the money. So if I just... What? 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 Explain that again. So if I... So if I got... If I want $100, right? In U.S., I think the exchange was like 140 or 150 Canadian, mm-hmm. right? So if I bought $1,000 US, would equate to whatever. Yeah. I get the $1,000 US, but I only throw five. Why? Because mm-hmm. technically, I didn't pay shit for it. They're trying to make a money off. No, it's a flip because it's not real money. I didn't give you real money for the real money that you gave me. Mm. Gave them some county. Hell yeah. Mm. Damn. Hell yeah. Sorry, counterfeit for people <laughs> in the audience. Yeah. I was like Hell just yeah. slanging it out. Yeah. That's the quick that's the quickest way to wow. wash some bread. Why not? Damn. That's free game. <laughs> that's free game. So if you got some stuff, there's places you can go to and count it. Cause like who's really gonna sit there and want Oh, the man! The man's buying a thousand dollars. Go sell it to him. Why? Because if he spends it, he's gonna want to buy more. He's gonna. Mm. We don't care because it's American ones. Like who cares? Wow. Damn. Yeah. So that's where that came into. But then people started stealing the money. So they were like, "Oh, let's do the fake ones." So it's now flipping it back. Like Shit. we print all these fake ones, and then we're gonna sell it for the for the uh, real Canadian money. You know. Still sell it at somewhat the same price, but they can't do 140 the exchange. They probably do like 120, 130, mm. depending on whatever. And then at the end of the night, now you have to sit down and count out your bread to go to the person who has the party and be like, hey, can you give me the exchange? 
Mm. Would you believe that problem? Real stuff, right? But would you believe that problems still happen? Of course. Okay. I don't know. I'm not. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't understand how you sell ones, fake dollar bills, right? You get the real money and you put down the money so. <laughs> and when I go back for the money, it na da da. Yeah. Or there's not enough. Or maybe there's something. What do you mean? Like you guys control that? It would be different now if I'm saying, "Hey, I got two thousand dollars in in fake in um real dollar bills. Can you give me back the exchange?" And they're like, "No, we're just gonna give you the Canadian for it." <laughs> what? That's why. That's why I hated giving back my my American books because you guys already sold it at one fifty. Now you want to sell it back one for one? Wow. Mm. I'm telling you, Toronto. That's why it's Screwface City wow. out here. It is a rough game out here. It's a rough Savage, game. Man. Yeah. A rough, rough game out here. These girls put in work. And to be honest, we're dancing for nuts. Pee yeah. nuts. Because the girls in the States are laughing. Laughing. Shit. Paris makes money. And for her to say her biggest night is 15, girls in the States are clearing three racks, four racks, five racks. Crazy. In the States. No, for sure rude it's rude is what it is yeah so what's a deal breaker for you because you're still you know people don't understand like how you could be a dancer and still date and it's like you're, you're a damn person man work yeah. is work and you have feelings and you know like you're, you're a woman man emotions just run wild right so it's like what's a deal breaker for you to like say a man is your man what do you mean like deal breaker though like does he have to well sweetie for instance six figures oh like what's like what's, what's like a, it oh when i think deal breaker i mean like it feels like it's like that's a no-go <laughs> right? um you know the deal I'm, maker i guess yes the deal maker i i've i'm super chill but for me it's consideration like you know your money's your money you know if you don't want to buy me shit Fuck you. I'm going to buy it my fucking self. But that doesn't mean I'm going to tolerate you a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, because I should never be with anybody that I feel that I couldn't come to if I did need something. Right? Okay. That makes no sense to me. You are... I, even... I just hate gender roles sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know? I do feel that you should be kind and considerate and open the door for me and whatever, whatever. But I don't feel like I... Like I'm only designated to dishes and you're designated to fucking give me money. But <laughs> I'm I feel that if I'm dating you, then you should be a protector. I should feel protected when I'm outside with you. There's no time that I should feel unprotected or not safe. So that's a big thing for me. Um consideration, you know, if I tell you that I'm having a fucked up day and you're playing fucking Madden or whatever the hell you're doing, and you can't say, yo, you are right. Yeah, you're like, like, give me 10 seconds of your time. Like, give me a hug sometimes. Like, I'm I'm more into that. I'm I like gifts, but they don't have to be big gifts. You know, I like Starbucks. If you just went outside (laughs) and got me a Starbucks cup, I'd be like, I love you, baby. Come here. Let me show you something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I'm really not I'm not (laughs) I'm not hard. On, you know, on, on people, I just feel like I don't, I don't have to repeat myself because the, in my in my industry, you can come a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you are. I'm saying that you can come by a dime a dozen because I can just go outside and pick somebody who would just do it just because of my name, 
right. just because of what they think that they'll get from me. So if I'm investing time into you, then I would appreciate the time and consideration back. They got to respect the emotions that you bring to the table because yeah. you're more than just a dancer and all the other titles. It's, Hell yeah. You're still a woman at heart and you still feel, right? Yeah, I want, I want things, you know, like you may not want to hug, but I do. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so if you're paying attention, I'll pay attention because I'm I'm a natural giver. Mm-hmm. I love spoiling people that I'm around and showing them affection and time. But if you can't do that, then I don't got it for you. Mm. No. Okay. And I'm an Aquarius, so I just kind of fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got game time here. I'm Yay. introducing some uh, cards. Usually people play these cards when they're at bachelorette parties, so there's kinky questions so we'll probably just do a couple yeah based on time so i'm gonna ask you to choose one i wish i knew i would have had some music for this <laughs> so i take the da, card da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you take the dice and i take uh-huh. the card and then oh. whatever one number you uh, roll i'll read out five five have you answered your front door naked before yeah the Uber, the the fucking Uber Eats. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Uber Eats and the Skip the Dish drivers. They love me. You went to the door <laughs> naked. Hell yeah. And what did they do? Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my food because I'm sorry. Nah. Um. So the first time I did it, it was a dare. Uh, somebody had dared me to to do it. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. Okay, cool. But I forgot to tape it so i had put the phone down and i meant to go to the door and tape it and see the reaction and i forgot so i just went to the door and they were on the phone (laughs) so i went to the door over the door and the man just looked at me like what the and i just had my hand up can i have my food like you know i was being like very nonchalant about it but he was like what the fuck stunned yeah and then the second time i was just being lazy like i was already in a mood in my bed you and you know, went naked to the I was scrolling for fucking 40 minutes trying to find something to eat and then I got to wait another 40 minutes for it to come. Hell yeah, I'm hungry and I'm wow. naked. Just give me my food. <laughs> Let's pull the next card. <laughs> okay, I'll pull out these four. Okay. Eh. So let's roll. Cuz my nails are so long. Four. Have you talked dirty to yourself while masturbating? only way to do it baby (laughs) (laughs) gotta motivate yourself Mm. in all aspects of life (laughs) okay Okay. in masturbation you gotta tell yourself yo i only got 10 minutes we got about an hour (laughs) (laughs) don't rush it okay eight have you rubbed a dessert on your breasts during sex no like cake, honey, I guess, or like... That's it's called sloshing. Yeah, I'm mm. know about some things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always wanted to try sloshing only because I'm a fat ass. And <laughs> I just thought, yo, it'd be kind of Food cool. porn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Foodie, foodie. But um, then I'd be kind of jealous that I didn't eat it. So I was like, fuck. But I don't know. <laughs> just, I mean, dessert. Does strawberries count? Like yeah. strawberry? Yeah. So I did a strawberry thing, a honey thing, a whipped cream thing. Mm. Yeah. But not like a, let me put a whole fucking. <laughs> you don't want to waste it. Yeah. I want good food. <laughs> number four. Um, have you woken up not knowing if you had sex or not? Yes. <laughs> That's why y'all need to travel and get your passport. I'm telling you, when you have an experience of going outside on a resort, 
drinking from like three, four o'clock, acting a whole fucking fool, and then you wake up the next day, like you just check your vagina and say off. Yeah, you're gonna check your vagina. You'll know. (laughs) (laughs) You'll know. You'll know. But like that's a that's a great time. Okay, we got one more. Eight. Have you listened to heavy metal music while having sex? Hell no. <laughs> I think that's... Hell no. It works for some, but I don't know. Like I, I have. He- heavy metal? hmm Wow. That just reminds me of... Maybe I'm traumatized. <laughs> that just reminds me of the club. Like, because a lot of the strip clubs wouldn't let us play hip-hop. Yeah, no, it was a girl from the from the strip club. Yeah. A white chick from the strip club, and she was, like, into metal and shit. Yeah. See? And you just said, yeah, let's See? do it. Yo. I was there. I was in her apartment. I'm was, a music man, playing. yo. Right. You just keep the headphones on. Let's go. <laughs> you need to take a shot for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sober MC here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just in the club, and they hated it when we played black music or fucking urban music. But it works. It works. Helps the rhythm of the dance. Yeah. Like, what the heck? I'm telling you this. <laughs> You're popping your ass. You can't really do it to freaking heavy metal. Like, and then you said there's an art to dance. So it's like. They it just, just didn't, they didn't appreciate it until like they started seeing girls like Paris and stuff, like actually dance in the club. You could just twirl around the pole and do a trick and whatever. There would be girls that would do it. The same thing over and over for nine minutes. Damn. The same three trick pony. Not even a trick. She just do the spin and she go on the floor and she twirl and she get back up and shit. And that's it. Walk around. Walk around. <laughs> wow. They hold the bars and they do a little spinny. <laughs> like they never did anything until they seen black girls in club. They're like, and we had to force them. Like I was forcing, um, forcing them to watch me twerk to this rock song. And white guys were going wild, like, ah. <laughs> Yo, I'm digging this. I can't and I'm like, yeah, but imagine if I played fucking Lil Wayne. Imagine if I played Drake. Like, what do you think would happen? I could hip hop this this ass, you know, like hip hop. So then we got it. We got a little blind. I could do it on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it on the weekends. Okay. So I know it's hard, but can you show like viewers your boots? I mean, like they're so stunning. And she's very athletic, so I can imagine she's going to throw her leg up in <laughs> Shout there. out to my homegirl, Foxy in ATL. There we go. Jeez. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> she's doing tricks. Ow. <laughs> Stunts on the couch. Um, yeah, we were in Chicago. Um, we were in Chicago. And these are actually from my Akira. Plug me later. <laughs> link in the bio right yeah these are actually from akira and she was like sis like these boots don't fucking stay up and i was like okay and i had um i had that's actually like my sis like me and her go throw back way back and i had on a uh, a heavy metal shirt <laughs> like look how everything's coming into fruition like i had on some it wasn't guns and roses i had metallica mm. i had like a metallica tie-dye shirt and she was like i want that shirt and i was like Really? God, I saw it for like $5. And she was like, what are you talking about? Those shirts are like 60 bucks online. I was like, ah. So we did a quick trade. <laughs> quick trade. So yeah, shout out. But like, I love these boots. No, they're hot. Yeah. I seen you walk in and I'm like, hey. Anything blingy, I'm with it. Mm. <laughs> like blingy. like Brand blingy. ambassador. Blingy. <laughs> shit. Hit her up, brand ambassador in the making, man. She'll Thank rock you. your shit, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And speaking about brand ambassadoring, <laughs> shout out After Five Clothing. They gave me this little cute cute. You know? 
Body suit. <laughs> this cute, cute body suit. Shout out after five clothing from Cincinnati. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the comment gang. They're going to love that. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yes. oh, we saw her booty. Rewind that part there, Rachel. And thank you, Sig Silk Vodka, because I'm like halfway slurring and it's because of y'all. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Ow. Yes. So for those of you watching and listening, if you don't know Lady Ice, go to her uh, channel on Instagram. Hit her up. Uh, doing the most OnlyFans out. Um, That's at M. Yes, yeah, sorry, I keep calling you Lady no Ice. I keep forgetting. No, I was pulling in my at because my at has the Miss in the front of it. Mm. Right, so at Ms. MZ, MZ, yes, yeah. MZ, L A D Y I C E, and that's on any social media platform. Right, thankfully, I had to fight this one girl for my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Shorty, you got to take the misses off of it. Like, so sorry. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's get you to stand up one more time and do a little twirl so we can see the bodysuit and that people can actually see what you're working oh, with. You know, those so so so. Turn, you can't do the tour because you got the headphones, but you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn to the side. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Packing. <laughs> yes. So I'm um, glad you came through. I'm so glad that you guys called me to have me on here. I've been wanting to come on here for a minute. Mm. So thank you so much because I know we're trying to work out dates. <laughs> I know. Yes. And shout out the guys from We Love Hip Hop. I'm coming to fuck shit up too because I'm about hey. to drop a single. Oh shit. Okay. Rapping? Rapping? Okay, okay. I'm about to drop something. So. I'll throw some gunshots on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to drop something singing it. Okay. I'm gonna be a one hit wonder, but it's fine because <laughs> multiple streams of income, baby. That's all I care about. Hey, you'll be looking for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So, again, everybody, zaylinks at gmail.com if you have intimacy questions or you want to uh, get involved. Um, follow me, Alize Vlogs, on Instagram, your host. Ow. And follow at Miss La- uh, Lady Ice. Ow. And uh, Friday Ricky Dread. Hey. And Thank we you. love hip hop network for sure. And uh, I got an outro song for you. So once you're done, I- oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm done. Keep it true. <laughs>